Welcome. <clears throat> Welcome to Fearless with Jason Whitlock. I am Jason Whitlock, your host. Happy Friday. Awesome end of the week show uh, for you. We're going to check in with our main man, Royce White. Royce, uh, I love to have come explain things to me that I don't understand. It's a great way for me to end the week. Royce can break down a topic for me. Then I have the entire weekend to think about it and marinate on it and catch up with Royce. And so this week we spent a lot of time dissecting Michael Orr and uh, the Tui family and the American media. And we've kind of ignored the, not kind of, we have ignored the latest Trump indictments coming out of Georgia. I am uh, not the most political person, and those of you that follow the show know this, you know that I'm a Trump supporter and that I'm team MAGA, but I've never voted and I don't follow uh, the political landscape as close as others. Royce follows it deeply. That's why I lean on Royce to help me understand these things. And so I saw something interesting. I believe it was Dr. Boyce Watkins. He tweeted out, a picture, an image, and let, let me uh, let me call it up to refresh my own memory. Uh, yeah, Boyce Watkins. These three black women are holding Donald Trump accountable, and I believe it's a picture from left to right of Letitia James, the New York State Attorney General, Fannie Willis, Fulton County District Attorney in Georgia election inquiry trial, and Judge Tanya Chutkin. U.S. District Judge overseeing the January 6th trial in D.C. The, the only uh, person left out of here, three ladies and a fat baby, is what I would call it, is Alvin Bragg, uh, who's in New York, and he's brought some charges against Trump as well. But I, I saw Royce did a podcast uh, about some of this issue and really going at the, the issue of what's going on with black women and how they're being used by the Democratic Party. And so I, I wanted, we'll end the week with Royce educating me and us on what we should make of the three black women and just how race is playing a role in the attack on Donald Trump. And so Royce, uh, welcome back to Fearless. Uh, you know, and so yesterday it was J School was the title of the show, and mm -hmm. and today it'll be mm -hmm. Royce School, as as you help me and the audience understand what we should make of of what's going on with Donald Trump and how race and the black woman plays a role into that. Well, first, I think it's important for every American citizen watching these things go on understand the the. Um, the implications of lawfare at this level. I mean, I said it before, I'll say it again. The rule of law is dead. There is no rule of law. They've, they've thrown the Constitution out. It's who's ever in power, whoever has their hands on the wheel at the time, gets to steer the ship. And, and there's no ideological, philosophical, or moral framework that is guiding the way that our justice system is working or being used. And, and so to line up three black women, three unattractive black women. Let's just let's just put that on out there as well. I'm all about ad hominems. All right. Okay. Um, three, three scorned, three bitter, 
three resentful black women out there. Let, let's be honest. Who do who you resenting? Who who you resenting? The white the white liberal men, the the Gavin Newsoms that you want to get down on your knees for. Us black men didn't do anything to you, okay? The 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 Donald Trumps of the world, they're just a symbol of your outrage and all. Anyway, we'll we'll get to that. Three black women are the the uh, the cornerstone uh, of Marxist identity politics. And it's not by it's not by accident. You know what what happened after slavery with Willie Lynch and and, and that whole psychological dynamic for the black family is we're going to break the image of the black male in the eyes of the black woman. And, and as a consequence, the black women will raise their children in reverse roles and she'll become the best guard dog for the slave master. Now, we came out of bondage slavery. We came out of chattel slavery. But the same intellectual elites, the same intellectual elites that, that created the tradition that informed racism and slavery just doubled back to pick up the strategy. And they, they expanded it. They expanded it. They, they, they evolved it. They morphed it. And, and in morphing it, the black woman has become the railhead of new world order. And I say that and people go, the black woman's the most oppressed person in the world or the most oppressed person in America. Or, you know, the black woman has all these extenuated circumstances that make her life so hard and she's got it tough. Yeah, she's got it tough. But like many of us, her, her wounds are, are greatly self-inflicted and they stem from a lack of courage and a lack of sacred honor and a lack of faith. They think these black women clearly think that the expansion of the federal government will protect them from white supremacy that it will protect them from tyranny. Meanwhile, they aid and abed white supremacy and tyranny. I mean, and there's something that the establishment and these elites get out of poking you in the eye or pissing on you and telling you it's rain, as I like to say. And that's exactly what they're doing to black women. They're doing it to these three women. I mean, you know, they may be unwilling, they probably actually believe that what they're doing is genuinely combating the rise of white supremacy. I wouldn't be shocked if they actually believe it in their hearts. That doesn't absolve them. That just makes them super, super stupid. And anybody who would hold quarter for them, anybody who would hold a spot for them to say, oh, well, you know, our black queens, we got we to gotta support and love our, our black queens. And, and when they mess up or when they need guidance, we need to lead them and blah, 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 blah. Look, I don't want to sleep with these women. I don't know if anybody really wants to sleep with these women. I know there's some white conservative men that probably jerk off to, to black women like this. I don't get it. I don't get the fantasy, but I know it's happening. I don't where I come from. At my lunch table, these these chicks couldn't even sit with us. They couldn't sit with us. They 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 they, they you couldn't put a, a a pretty enough pearl necklace on these pigs to to dress up the level of stupidity, the level of stupidity that they all show. I'm just keeping it real. Okay, so Royce, I, I want to. You know I'm angry today because they went after my little- boy. You know I'm angry. They went after my boy. I'm angry. So okay, I, 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 I'll I'll, I, I, I'll scale I, it back. All right. I get it, because I just take us to a, a tiny bit higher ground. I, I want to push back or probe a, a little. You think they think they're fighting white supremacy. I think they think they are empowering black women and going down in history that they're going to be the Rosa Parks of their generation. They believe in the matriarchy, they, they look at black culture as a success and that they're the overseers of black culture. And if we could just empower more of the matriarchy, 
the world will be a better place. That I, 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 I'm t- I think they think they're Rosa Parks and the next Kamala Harris, and they're gonna be written about in history as ushering in a new world order led by women. That, that's what I think is driving them. I would agree with you. I, I just would say the two are mutually exclusive in their eyes. The two, they have been trained and brainwashed to believe that the two are mutually exclusive that the rise of black women, the empowerment of black women and this sort of uh, hero, heroic, uh, you know, heroic role from from black women is mutually exclusive with the demise and the uh, and the, the fall of powerful white men. Mutually exclusive is the wrong word that they're tied together is, is right. what you're saying. Right. The rise right. of black women is tied to the fall of white men. And, and yes. they are the head of, they are the, and, and, and they, again, I see them as very secular, uh, you know, atheists, really, because, and that, that's why they think the fall of man. And, and, and again, their lack of respect for men, probably, in my view, starts with their lack of respect for black men, and that's where I'm trying to, wake up black men to is these aren't your allies. They're not going to gain power and then look, oh, the power I have, I'm gonna use it to support and empower and help uplift the black man. That's not what they're going to do. First, that's just not in woman's nature. That's in man's nature to look back and help others. She's going to help whatever's in her womb, and her sisters in in the movement or whoever the Democratic Party, but but th- they have no intention of helping the black man or men well, in let, general. Let, 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 let's slow down with one of them helping wh- who's in her womb is is questionable uh, to to say the least. If not actually off the table, helping who's in her womb is not is not really a a, a primary uh, goal of of what we see black women doing. Uh, this sort of uh, symbolic faux pseudo intellectual sisterhood, yeah, that's I mean that's numero uno uh, on the list, and and there is this sort of. Uh, you know, this radical affirmation going on between black women, like like black women can do no wrong. I remember I told you when I was leading these protests to the Federal Reserve, I mean, the, the real railhead of, of economic tyranny, white supremacy, even you could say, although it, it doesn't really doesn't really, uh, uh, you know, target individual races. But but if you want to talk about something systemic that's going on, that's meant to, to, to keep black people in a certain spot. Inflation rates is, is one of them. Um, but when I was taking these people to the Federal Reserve, I had black women out there in the streets saying, hey, uh, to even be a black woman is a revolution. And it's not by accident that the Marxist liberal agenda would spawn grassroots citizens that believe their very existence is a sign of revolution. You know, it, it's, it's the perfect reason to get white liberal women, the LGBTQ community, black women and, and simps and cucks all in a room that don't ever want to have to really stand up and do anything meaningful or, or self-sacrificial, which is a tenet of Christianity, uh, of course. Right. And I don't think that's that's uh, by accident either. But but yeah, th- their entire revel, uh, it, it makes sense that they would go for some symbolic low hanging fruit like some trumped up indictments against a former president as a symbol of their participation in fighting against the establishment. That, that's not shocking. The entire BLM, leftist, Marxist uh, 
uh, identity politics movement is all about theater. It's all an anti-establishment theater, all of it. So get me up to date on the bogusness of the charges coming out of Georgia. I know that they were leaked first before the, even the jury indicted. And, and again, this is a part of the scam that the black women are playing and, and perhaps voluntarily. Do they realize that they're being used to inoculate these charges against Trump from, uh, from charges, allegations like, this is bogus, this is a joke, because if you put black women as the face of it, if you question the legitimacy of them, you can be accused of racism. And so they're just the, pack, the outer packaging of, of charges that to me from the outside seem totally illegitimate. Yeah, well, I think one person who's, who's uh, aware of the scam is Clarence Thomas. And, and they're going to have a hard time getting a lot of these indictments past Clarence Thomas if they go to the Supreme Court. I think he's he's, uh, uh, you know, standing as a, uh, you know, a, a, a safeguard in a lot of these things right now. And, and he understands what's going on. Well, I think Clarence Thomas is is a brilliant uh, legal mind and he's doing a great job. And um, eventually, I think these will go to the Supreme Court and they will be struck down, uh, specifically when it comes to Georgia. You know, you got Fanny Pack Willis. I call her Fanny Pack. Okay, uh, Fanny Pack Willis uh, is is uh, has really stepped in it, I believe. And, and when you hear her make the statement that she made on the podium, it's very obvious that she's not that bright. Right? I don't say that because she's a black woman or because she's a woman, because there are plenty of people like my uh, Senate 2024 2024 Senate opponent on the Democrat side, Amy Klobuchar. I announced that I'm running for Senate. We could talk about that later, but um, she's very articulate. She's very well-read and she's she's very good on the podium. And there are a lot of women who are. Fanny Pack's not one of them, okay? They ran Fanny Pack out there to, 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 do, to do this whole deal. And she may have been a little bit overzealous and, and ran off on her own as well because the charges are absolutely ridiculous. And the grand juries, I mean, conspiracy against rights, conspiracy against rights, Okay, I mean, we we shouldn't even talk. The, the, to it's like they're pissing on you and telling you it's rain. The the real conspiracy against rights, the biggest conspiracy against rights, is to act like technology is so advanced and we're in such uncharted territory with the internet and the fourth industrial revolution that we don't know how to apply the constitution to antitrust or monopoly or freedom of speech laws. That's the biggest conspiracy against rights in this country. Donald Trump ain't commit no conspiracy against rights. Moreover, uh, for a black woman to use the RICO law like it's a symbol of black people's progress in this country is absolutely and utterly disgusting. The RICO law has always been a way to throw out the United States Constitution, and everybody knows it, Republican and Democrat alike. So the fact that they're even trying to use a RICO indictment and that she would, you know, waddle out on the podium and say, you know, look at us. We're using RICO to bring down Donald Trump. They're just pissing on Americans and telling them it's raining. And really, they're pissing on black men because who has been the primary target in many cases of RICO law indictments? Drug dealers and gang leaders. And there have been many people who weren't guilty, who were associated with drug dealers and gang leaders that did a lot of time in connection with RICO indictments and conspiracy cases. And, and, and everybody knows it. Everybody in the black community knows it. I just don't know how they're letting these people represent us. It disgusts me. And, and Fanny Pack Willis, you know, I'm not following you. 
I'm not following you. I think a lot of black men and a lot of black people in general are getting hip to the game. The, the charges are bogus from top to bottom, but conspiracy against rights shows you the level of, of uh, uh, bogusness in all these charges. And isn't this Georgia thing, isn't it predicated on a phone call where Trump says something about we need to find 11,000 votes and find 11,000 votes in a state that we won or something like that. Th that that's the heart. That's the linchpin of this conspiracy. Hey, a another perfect phone call. All right. It was another perfect phone call, in my opinion. I'm, I'm, I'm being funny. OK, but um, yeah, I mean, they could say what they want to say. I do think that's the linchpin of, of what they what they said anyway. But but there is no real linchpin to this indictment. There's been no linchpin to any of these indictments. I mean, we all just want to believe that the legal system is functioning in some type of healthy manner, that they would actually need some legitimate claim in order to bring these indictments down. The truth is we are at a level of law fair in this country where you no longer need any real solid legal basis to bring prosecution against your political opponents. Right. Let me take care of our great sponsor and then I'm going to come back and ask you something I want to ask you about whether this is going to impact Trump's ability to even run for office in 2024, because I believe the thing in Georgia is, is happening on Super Tuesday or something like that, but let me take care of uh, Samaritan Ministries. Tired of someone else telling you where to go when you have a medical need? Are you ready to take control of your health care? Samaritan Ministries could be the solution you're looking for. They connect hundreds of thousands of Christians across the nation who come together through prayer, encouragement, and financial support when a medical need arises. It's not insurance, and you're not limited by restrictive networks. Say you have a medical need. You don't have to check and see what hospital is in your network or be concerned about the doctor being in network too. No, you go to the hospital, you choose, and don't give a second thought as to what's in network and what's not, because with Samaritan Ministries, you're in control of your health care. Afterwards, Fellow members pray for you and send money directly to you to help you pay your medical bills. And when they have a medical need, you'll do the same for them. That's what biblical health care sharing looks like. Check it out today at SamaritanMinistries.org slash fearless. Royce, I want to circle back. The, the case in Georgia is, I think, scheduled for March 4th or something like that of you know, time at a time to really impact the primaries. Do you think that all of these different indictments and charges, will they hinder Trump's uh, bid to get the Republican nomination? Or will they serve to f fully brand him as an outsider and wake people up and particularly wake perhaps even black men up to like, hold on, man. Trump really is anti-establishment, and if I'm a rebel and an anti-establishment person, I need to be riding with Trump, not the Uniparty. Well, we would we would we would surely hope so. Uh, we would we would hope that that black, even black men would start to understand that. Um, but but the reality is, in order for black men to understand that they must first divorce themselves from the culture of radical materialism because right now 
black people don't necessarily see themselves as anti-establishment. They see themselves as as lone lone wolves out in the wilderness needing to get the bag in order to achieve uh, the American dream or some type of, uh, you know, uh, financial independence or, or power, wealth. That wealth is the driving factor. They've totally overlooked the value of citizenship and the value of their rights and the fundamental uh, process of freedom and, and justice as a, as a driving incentive politically, culturally, professionally. So we got to deal with that first. I think a lot of black people such as yourself are doing a good job of, of helping wake them up. We, we hope that it happens uh, in, in the proper timeline. Uh, as far as him getting the Republican nomination, he's going to get the Republican nomination. I don't they they could throw him in prison. He's still going to get the Republican nomination, in my opinion. He will win the Republican nomination. And I and I, ultimately, I think he'll win the election. Now, whether he's elected or not, well, that's a different story altogether. Uh, there's a long walk, as we see uh, in, in recent times, from winning an election and, and actually being elected into office. So um, we'll see what happens. I think if he was actually put in prison, um, it, it's, it's my honest opinion that it'll be much easier to pass the narrative uh, uh, around a, a rigged election when people write in a presidential candidate's name, although I think the majority of people would write in his name, even disaffected Democrats and, and liberals who who understand, I think are starting to understand at least that them going after him in this way is a sign that that he really is uh, uh, anti-establishment. I think it'll be it'll, it'll be very easy for them to justify stealing an election if we all have to write his name in from prison. Um, so it's tough to, it's tough to say if he's, if he doesn't go to prison and he's just bogged down with legal issues, you know, he, he's a tough cookie. He's been here before. Uh, and, and, uh, I can say that for him more so than any of the other Republican candidates in the field. I think he still comes through it, uh, just fine in terms of if they're just, you know, trying to weigh him down with, with legal, legal, uh, process. Royce, when I hear the way you discussed on your own podcast and the way I hear you talk today, there's a level, there seems to be a heightened level of anger and frustration because uh, this thing has gotten so absurd. And, and I'm wondering what your sense is, not just of your own beliefs about the relationship between black men and black women, but just like with all men that you're engaging with, friends of mine, or what, just the, 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 it feels like we're at, and we, we, look, the black marriage rate is what it is. It's been bad for a long time. But it feels like we're in a really serious inflection point where you take the whole little passport bros movement, you take, what Kevin Samuels was building. You take the manosphere. It, it feels like this whole obsession with Donald Trump and this whole politicization, starting even with Obama or whatever, is driving an irrevocable wedge, perhaps between the black man and black woman, or perhaps between men in general and the black women. Your sense. Yeah, it's getting bad. 
It's, it's certainly <laughs> getting pretty bad, I would say. Um, you know, I, I can't really put a gauge on it. Look, I come from a black community where the men and women were already at each other's throats. They didn't need some 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 deep political uh, uh, wedge issue to 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 put the the final uh, to, you know to break the, the the final straw on the camel's back. Um, they were already at each other's throats, and for good reason. For good reason. I was just on Alex Jones' show, and I and I, uh, I I explained the psychology of the Willie Lynch, whether or not you believe the Willie Lynch address is authentic, and I think the psychology still stands today you know that that and 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 let's be honest black women are a victim of in that in that scenario can't absolve them we can't let them lead us into destruction because they're a victim of it a genuine victim of it they were a genuine victim of a cycle uh, a psychological ramification from slavery that doesn't mean that we should follow them that doesn't mean that we should let them march around like they're they're saying things that are true when they're not we need to be if we're going to be leaders let's be leaders and confront them we need to confront this this nonsense. Stop raising your 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 sons and your daughters in reverse roles to try and protect your sons from some fictitious, some fictitious, uh, you know, uh, fate, fatal fate uh, that that may never happen, you know. And that was the Willie Lynch, uh, you know, mechanism. We're going to tie the strongest, most most uh, breaking the buck, for example, right? We're going to we're going to take the strongest Negro amongst you and we're going to tie him, uh, you know, to two horses and send the two horses in either direction and literally pull his body apart. And it's going to leave the black woman so traumatized that she will always raise her, her children in reverse roles and, and the women will stand guard for the slave master. Well, the new slave master is a technocratic, uh, aristocratic, omnisexual. Go figure. OK, same intellectual tradition from the, the first slave masters. They just figured out, hey, why do we need to spend all of our time out in the field beating these Negroes? We'll just get them to opt into a fiat currency with a welfare state. Then we don't have to beat them. We'll let them beat themselves. Uh, and, and that was the evolution of it. But it's the same psychology. It's the same psychology that's protecting the establishment against rebellion. And I'm not talking about guns in the streets run up to the Federal Reserve rebellion. I'm talking a simple political rebellion. A simple re- re- uh, political rebellion against the status quo vote. I mean, the, the black woman is safeguarding the establishment, the political elites, from a, 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 a you know a, a, a shift in the Democrat vote, and that's the psychology of what she's done since the times of slavery. And all these black guys out here don't want to say it because really, Jason, they never got enough in there in there in, in, in the first place. I'm just gonna keep it real. They are slaves to coochie. Black men in this country, by and large, and in a major way, have become slaves. And, and, you know, us real strong alpha black men who always had our own lunch table, who were never, you know, uh, you know, uh, starved in the market, the sexual marketplace. We just look at the whole thing and go, what are you guys doing? Like. I just laugh at my any any of my boys who do this black queen stuff on Instagram and this this, you know, this African, you know, post the the, the pictures of the of the, the Egyptian uh, man and woman and say, you know, this is what we need to be. any people who do, I just look I just look at them and go, what are you doing? You think you're going to have you know, what are you what are you playing? What, what are you going to get out of that in the end? You're going to get a woman who don't respect you. Ultimately, she's going to leave you. She's going to divorce you. She's going to take you to family court. She's going to go to the white supremacist family court to make you pay an upward deviation of child support on your minimum wage job. What are you doing? (laughs) When you say raise your children in reverse, I think I understand you, but I want you to clarify. I hear it as you saying 
raise your boys to be fearful and raise your girls to be fearless and strong. Absolutely. Yeah. Raise your men to be docile and compliant and raise your women to be to be rebellious. Why? Because a, a female rebellion doesn't carry the same implications of violence. That helps the slave masters. And I don't mean them to be white slave masters. There's black bourgeois slave masters. There's Chinese slave masters now. You got European Finocchio slave masters. There's slave masters of all types. Uh, but, but ultimately, a female rebellion is far less dangerous and far less threatening than a male rebellion. That's why in the Roman days, you know, they would go and they would kill all the teenage boys. Mm. I want to bring in something from popular culture, and, and I know that's not your favorite thing, but <laughs> have you seen Usher serenade Kiki Palmer? Now, yep. they had a thing where Kiki Palmer had basically disrespected her man by flirting with Usher, and mm-hmm. I, I, I don't even... I don't feel good about Usher doing this, trolling this man, and I certainly don't feel good about, and you gotta help me out here, Kiki Palmer's baby daddy or boyfriend, the name mm-hmm. is escaping me right now. Someone can either jump in my ear or text me or if Royce, if you remember. Uh, but here is Usher serenading Kiki Palmer, and I, again, I think a lot of this gets at the gist of what we're talking about, about how the, the black woman's just out of control and the black man is assisting her in being out of control. Here's Usher serenading Kiki Palmer. Darius Dalton, is that who complained about, is, is that her baby daddy that complained about, uh, about, about her? And I don't think it was Darius Dalton who complained about, oh yeah, okay, he's the baby daddy. But someone, he, someone complained about her showing up half naked and all that other stuff, but I, I just, they've used all the influencers and black celebrities, and they've used all the politicians and career black women, all of the, and then you got Usher Ali Upinum, uh to emasculate the black man. This is embarrassing. It's a path to further destruction. First, I don't trust anybody with two first names. That's just my 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 personal deal. I don't trust no guy named Darius Dalton. I'm certainly looking at the picture. I don't trust him. I know enough about this little black Hollywood community or the black Hollywood culture to to understand that um, a lot of these people got, especially when you talk about, uh, you know, very popular black Hollywood celebrities, a lot of these people got a little, you know, funny, uh, non-traditional relationship things going on, uh, open relationships and so on and so forth. So it wouldn't surprise me at all if this feminine beta male cat just woke up one morning on the wrong side of the bed in what has been an open style relationship between the two for a very long time. And, and that's not in defense of Kiki. That's just to say, you know, when you play stupid games, you, you win stupid prizes. Um, you know, she, he's probably, you know, Kiki is Kiki. He's nobody in the grand scheme of things. And black people put a lot of 
a lot of merit on that. They place a lot of value on that. So Kiki probably could do what she wants on tour anyway. I'll tell you what, she come a long way from spelling bees. Uh, you know, that that's that's where I'm at with Kiki. She come a long way from spelling bees. Um, she is uh, she is the example of how they have convinced black women that that their power, uh, you know, rests upon their ability to make sex transactional. And that's what she's doing. You know, when you got the see her see through dress uh, and and uh, it's a sign of your womanhood to to have every pair of gazing eyes on you, increase your popularity and vitality in the white supremacy economic marketplace. Uh, you, you know, you're playing right into their hands. It's like all these women who, who you know, who are anti-human trafficking advocates, right? We, we want to take every pimp off the street corner, uh, but you're on OnlyFans. And it goes back to the Donald Trump thing. It's the same thing, right? We want to RICO indict every pimp that still exists from the 1980s, but OnlyFans can take a vast 3% on every horse transaction in the entire world, and there's not a RICO indictment that's ever going to be drawn up or even proposed. Why? Because all the women have agreed to it. Uh, you know, and, and I'm not saying Kiki has an OnlyFans, although it wouldn't surprise me or shock me if she did, especially dancing like that. Her OnlyFans would probably be very successful, by the way. Uh, maybe she should do it if her career goes south. I, I don't know if she spells well anymore. Uh, you know, I got a real problem with this, Jason. I know I'm going off a little bit today, but I got a real problem with this thing because I, I see this dynamic and it's just like I actually feel bad for him. I, I, I say it in a flippant way and jokingly, but it's only to keep from crying, you know, because I I. I I'm fearful of the world that my daughter's growing up in and the peer pressure um, that can be vicious from women um, to to adhere to some of these social norms, you know, like like uh, being a, a new mother uh, and, and being in public, shaking your butt in front of a, in front of in front of a crowd, much less a, another man. So. Yeah, <laughs> I've been still. Yeah. And by the way, the baby daddy's Darius Jackson, not Darius Dalton. Or maybe it's Darius Dalton Jackson. But still, two first names. I, I've been still getting, two first names. Yeah, <laughs> I've been getting emails from Shamika did a video of a pregnant woman that twerked on stage, and <laughs> and the woman's been emailing me for months. It, we've done some kind of copyright infringement, take her content down or whatever. And it, it, it just like these women want to do crazy, ratchet things, yeah. not suffer any consequences for it. Don't want anybody. They put the video out themselves over TikTok or Instagram or whatever, and then get embarrassed when someone points out how ridiculous they look. Th this is. I've said it many times. And all of this, when you wrap in Letitia James and Fannie Willis and the, the other woman that I can't even think of that's coming up against Donald Trump, you just wrap it up. The illogic of the matriarchy, and I'm sorry if it offends ladies, and I know that many of them, well, that's not me, and I'm blah, blah. But you put women in charge, and this is what you're going to get. And uh, again, that makes me sexist. It makes me unemployable in, in corporate media for, for saying that. But it's just a fact. And, and I know everyone's afraid to address it and say it. But if we don't address it, we're going to continue down this path. That There is no solution. There is no compromise. There is no, well, 
we'll ignore it long enough and it'll go away. I've tried to explain to people over and over and over and over again. Black Americans are the lab rats for the Marxists, the liberals, the left. If you like the results, if you go look at black Americans and the results of our culture and look at the behavior of our young people and kids, if you like those results and want more of it, keep going down this matriarchal uh, path. Keep empowering women at all costs. Keep Yaz queening and building programs and investing money in the women's soccer team and investing money in making Brittany Griner uh, a celebrity influencer. Keep doing it. And you're going to get the results that we are living through right now. You like how our kids behave? You like how they achieve academically? You like our music that is violent and profane and debaucherous? Keep investing in the matriarchy. How you like them apples? Yeah, you know, I don't want to be be exclusive with with uh, with indicting black women with with ratchet behavior because I've seen more white titties on spring break than anything else, and and I've also seen this it's all this, part of the matriarchy, all part yeah, of the no, liberated you know, woman. But yeah. go ahead. And I've seen and I've seen this emergence of of uh, white women with bad rhythm doing uh, twerk classes with with black women, and that's the new that's the new job that you can you can run as well. That's the new racket for black women to teach white women how to twerk. Um, but and, and look, you know, you and I we we came from. Uh, a history in our own personal lives where we would have enjoyed a good gentleman's club together. I loved to used to love to go to the gentleman's club there in Houston, Texas and smoke a cigar all by myself. Wouldn't pay girls to give me dances, but to, to, you know, to, to sit and watch and, and smoke a cigar. That was part of my, my life in, in the past. And, and we would have had some fun doing those things. It's not really about being ratchet in my opinion. Like let's, let's, let's cut straight through the, the let's cut straight through the, the, the BS. It's, it's not even about acting ratchet. It's that you want to be the moral adjudicator while you act ratchet. That's the real problem. You want to say that Donald Trump is oppressing you when you are when you have an OnlyFans account. Uh, no, OnlyFans is oppressing you, <laughs> right? Uh, the the sexual appetites of your everyday average user on the internet who pays to see Coochie, he's the one oppressing you, and and really in that way because you signed up on your own. You're oppressing yourself. And that's what I said in the beginning. Many of our problems in the black community, many of our problems as free people all across the country are, are self-inflicted. Uh, yeah, sure, there's corruption. And, and that's why I'm running for Senate, because there's certainly people who need to be held accountable in high positions of power. But a lot of this stuff is self-inflicted. Royce, uh, thank you so much uh, for getting us into the weekend, helping me understand what's going on with Donald Trump. Uh, have a great weekend. Audience, check out Please Call Me Crazy with Royce White. Uh, we'll play tomorrow. We'll see you next week. Waiting for the countdown, coming off the breakdown, standing in line for freedom. Looking for a breakout, feeling like a standoff, nothing in life like freedom. Came like a fighter, striking like a ladder, making all this moves for freedom. I want freedom. No negotiation, my sister, no relation We all just wanna have freedom Sitting on the corner, never been alone I'm breaking my back for freedom Bless, we are living, get back We are receiving, all receiving We all wanna be free We want freedom
I just want 